the Galtro Podcast, episode 113. Listeners, child, thanks for tuning in. Genaletti is back this week at long last. We have a lot to get to. We will be looking at who is actually still in the Scudetto title race. We will decide where the cutoff is, and we'll look forward to who is a real contender and who is not. We'll have a little chat about Antonio Conte. We'll make fun of him a little bit like we do every week and his taste in transfers. Nick and I will actually share our thoughts on why so many managers go for proven old talent and don't go for anyone new and unexciting and unproven. We'll talk transfers. We'll talk Mattia Destro to Euro 2021 and why it is a very, 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 very bad idea. Plus, we've got Dusan Vlahovic claiming that he's courting a slew of women at the same time. We'll talk about Torino's very underwhelming transfer policy. And we will debate which club is the GameStop of Calcio. We're going to look at which club we would most like to overvalue and just pump up to say screw the system and, and, and get them back up among the elites. So it's safe to say you can expect tons of insightful conversation on the podcast this week. And to top it all off, we've got a fantastic five aside for you guys. We have a five aside uh, in which we will trivialize baldness by ranking the top five bald ballers in Calcio. A lot of fun. Genaletti's been wanting to do this for for quite some time so a little debate on on who qualifies as bald who doesn't we settled the debate that we had had uh, a month back when nick last made an appearance on the pod great to have nick back at long last now without further ado sit back relax and enjoy Bino, take it away bye let's go Delle donne non mi fido, il corteggiamento è un rito, troppo spesso si finisce che una donna ti tradisce. E non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more, a me basta che siano tonde e disposte a far l'amore. Io da bambino veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gore quando facevo il militare. Poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva le moine di una presa tra la gente, perciò bambina, se sono qui per te stasera è una fortuna. Andiamo! Let's go, Nick. Let it roll, baby. Woohoo, Ben I missed this song. Did I just expose myself for not listening in the past month? Nick, uh... Um, well, you've 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 had you've had good reason not to. You've been you've been uh, you've been uh, you've been in slave mode at work, um, but it's good to have you back, Nick Gentiletti. Welcome back, uh, listeners. Welcome to episode number one thirteen of the Calcio Podcast. Sam Adamo coming at you, Gentiletti. How's it going, buddy? Doing well, Sam. I'm glad to be back. Uh, I I had to do, I had to do a double take on on the last time that I was on. Uh, I it's your first part of twenty twenty one. I thought it was like I thought it was years. Uh, it was only a month. It felt a lot longer. It's your, your first part of the year. First part, first of, the part year of the year. Yep. First part. Happy New Year. Uh, first part of the year. When's, when's the last time that you could say Happy New Year? Like in, in, like in the calendar year. How many days after? You, I mean, we're recording this podcast on uh, Tuesday, February 2nd. Uh, so the statute of limitation has definitely passed. I'd say. I'm asking I, you. I'm asking you. 10 days. 10 days max. Well, no, that's too, that's too rush. That's no, too rush. 10 days. Well, we came back. Listen, look, we, who's we, still we, saying happy new year on January 13th. Okay. Well, this is where I disagree with you. I mean, for those, for those who, who, who work as well. Right. Um, when I think we came back to work for those who started on the Monday, what the January 4th, you're saying you're only giving people one business week to say happy new year. What if you, what if you email the person the next week? 
can't say it. Then if you say like someone you didn't speak to in the your only your first week back at work. Then you say, then you say, good morning. I I I don't know. You asked me to pick an arbitrary number. There's I think you're a bit pen- harsh. It's it's really it's realistically two weeks plus or minus a couple of days of grace, but once you get beyond ten days, it feels a little forced for me. Anyway, I don't know. I I, I say I agree with you. The plus minus two weeks, you you have to show a little bit of judgment there. Glad to be back. Uh, glad to be back. I also have to point out that the last time I was on Milan was in first place, and we are still in first place. So I need to point that out. And glad to be back. Stat guy. A couple of losses though. A couple of losses to your name that were uh, that were not that were not um, that were not on your record um, when you were last on at the end of December. Unfortunately, it's, uh, it's tightened up a little bit. It it has tightened up a little bit. And I'm starting there, to get nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I, I am. You don't don't just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. No, I mean, compared no. to the past couple of years, I mean, no. well, oh, f- feel how you want. I'm not gonna tell you how to feel, but. I think compared well, to the last few games, where, and honestly, let's just let's just get into it. The, the, I, the last few games, I want to say maybe the last three league games, and with the with the Coppa Italia fixture in between with with Inter, um, uh, since the Juve loss, really, I, I, I'm scared that I'm like a mini collapse or the the cracks in the foundation are starting to show. And um, I'm I am I'm getting nervous because the last few performances. I mean, look, we did beat uh, Bologna this past weekend, not uh, in, in, in not in a great fashion at all. But I'm I'm definitely starting to get nervous. I am. It's a competitive league, man. It's a competitive league. This I know, season. but but the way the way Milan were playing up until that Juventus loss, it, it, it looked like it honestly looked like a no doubt that that they would finish title winners. And I don't think you could fully disagree with me there. Maybe no doubts, a little bit of a stretch, but I'm just saying that I am I'm getting slightly nervous. Quick run down the table, maybe again. a little bit, maybe yeah. a little bit more than slightly. Little little quick run down the table here as we're recording this podcast currently. I'm I'm drawing the line at fifth place, so everyone below Napoli, below Napoli has too much ground to make up to make to 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 to, to mount a real title challenge. I think, of course, in a couple. No, of months, no, wait, wait, wait. In a don't, couple don't, of wait, don't don't uh, disregard Atalanta and seventh. I am disregarding Atalanta in seventh. It's a one-point difference between them and Napoli. You're crazy. No, but 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 what you're but what you're failing to what you're failing the, to the game account is the game in hand. Exactly, yes. exactly. So so that that's huge. And of course, Napoli fans were looking at that game in hand, thinking, well, chalk up three extra points on the table, just as Juve fans are, because that's that's what we do. It's what it's what fans do when they see a game, when they see a game in hand. But do we know when that's going to be played? We still don't. We still okay. don't. That's going to be that's going to be. It's probably going to be played like in the month of May, like. A week before the Euro starts, it's gonna honestly, be, they should be the title. It's gonna be the title. It's gonna be the title decider, and it's gonna be just all of Italy against Juve. Uh, Napoli aren't gonna be able to win the title with the game, but they're gonna be able to make sure that Juve don't. So it's gonna feel like a title win for them. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna. They're not, they had the, the schedule's too tight. There's no other time to 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 slip it in in midweek. It's gonna. Be, they're gonna just pack it on at the end of the season. Watch you watch. If, they, if the Serie A had big brains in the marketing department, they would they would hold off and hold off and hold off until announcing the fixture date. Until we continue to see the schedule progress and see that point differential between Juve and Napoli, and then drop it as the last game of the season. How it's much? All, the, it's like, almost like that isn't gonna happen. Rage. Fans would rage. I, I would. I would personally rage. Too. It's almost like. It's almost like. It's almost like they're 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 doing incredible. it on purpose, but they're obviously not. They're just they're just they're, they're 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 just unable to. They're just definitely probably incompetent or just generally generally unable to find any 
probably any, the former. Any, any moment probably, the, probably the former or a combination of both. But probably um, the former. Uh, look, um, so so I'm again, I'm drawing, I'm drawing the line just below Napoli. I think that any teams below them don't have a chance of, of making it up. We'll run down the table real quick here, but um, I say this with an asterisk because what's going to happen in two months is Lazio or Atalanta are going to have gone on a run where they look like they're kind of in, you know, they're 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 in sneaky, they're in sneaky range, but um, you know, they're, they're within a sneaky range of of potentially kind of. Um, mounting mounting up a little title challenge, but there's not going to be enough games for them to make up the I don't know, let's call it whatever, like a five six point gap that they that they might be able sure. to close in on to. Sure. Uh, so so that that's why I'm I'm calling this now. So Napoli are on 37 points. Milan are in first place on 46 points. So uh, uh, quick math guy, nine, nine point nine points nine points separating them. But again, Napoli with a game in hand. If Napoli beat Juve, they're within uh, six points. Uh, Juve are within. Uh, four points if they beat Napoli. Uh, they're in fourth place. And then you get Roma and Inter, who are within four and two points respectively, both with maximum games played. So it's interesting. I don't think Roma or Napoli are able to do it because I think they've been way too inconsistent throughout the year. I'm not yeah, I don't think they can because I think we've been too inconsistent, but I think we're I think we're trending up. Napoli have had a terrible month and a half on on balance, which I think has totally screwed them over. Um, I think it's... So I don't, I don't understand Roma. I don't under, I don't I don't understand Roma. I don't understand So Roma. so so nobody does and and what like I don't get it. I just it it doesn't work in my brain. We, How, we, I believe I believe Fonseca was was rumored to like almost be sacked a couple weeks ago and now they're 6 points from first place. And, and he's still rumored to maybe be getting sacked too because uh, he because because they forfeited what like two three games this year now already and uh, absolutely ridiculous. Like there was like, that. How, there was a terrible. There was a terrible three nothing loss in the derby a couple of weeks ago. And we we've discussed it at like Sharma and I praised Roma for the first time in a long time. We were like, you know what? We we never talk about Roma on this podcast. We don't. So let, let's give them praise. Let's give them due praise. Worst week ever. They lost a derby after that. They forfeited a game against Spezia in the Coppa, which they lost anyway. Uh, with with Ricardo Saponara chipping chipping uh, that was unreal. Chipping a third keeper to to, to, to to end the game. Ricky yeah. But but yeah, Roma and and, just... and they and they snuck by Spezia a couple of days later. They still won, but they, they're just, they're too unconvincing. It's it's I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. I, so, I, still, I even think some of their like some of their transfer work is really wonky too. I mean, has 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 Pedro been much of an impact player on Roma? Maybe I haven't been paying attention to them that that uh, that closely. Mikitarian um, has had a pretty good year. Mikita- uh, yeah, Mikitarian second uh, season at the club now. But yeah, Mikitarian was building. Uh, I guess you could. I mean, I don't know. Like I don't know what is there is there a name of the for the trophy for I guess uh, player of the year that that in the in the Serie A I don't know if there's like a formal trophy name or anything for it, but people were it's saying the that uh, he, it's the uh, it's the uh, Paolo Di, it, Nick it's the it's called the Paolo Dybala trophy after Paolo Dybala won player of the year last year for uh, for 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 some reason <laughs> absolutely unknown to mankind why that happened but just um, sandwich sandwich between his last year under Allegri and under this season. <laughs> In complete anonymity, on those. But yeah, the, the one player, the one player that played like better under Sarri, the one player that played better under Sarri. I'm sorry, go on. Yes, the he was having an MVP like season, and um, yeah, but I don't know. And then the the rumored swap for like between Jekyll and 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 Sanchez was like, well, I don't I don't know. It's kind of weird. Anyway, that's I, a I'm typical City deal that we see now, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just uh, so many so un, so many unoriginal. So many unoriginal pieces of transfer business. I, I agree with you. And, and most of them involve Inter. And you know, and and again, we 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 do we do bring this up all the time. But it's 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 a fucking trend. 
He'll go for anyone that was. Honestly, I think I sometimes I actually think that Antonio Conte is trying to build the best team possible in 2014. And we see it at West Brom too. Uh, on a podcast that I listened to on the Guardian Football Weekly podcast, it was pointed out how Big Sam basically has a fantastic team uh, from 2014. He's trying to recreate a 2014 team. Yeah, just 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 like Branislav Ivanovic, uh, like Kieran Gibbs, Cal, Cal Robson, uh, Hal Robson, Kanu, just. I don't know. Well, I mean, not for anything, but I, I definitely think that Eden Dzeko could have more of a, an impact on a football pitch right now in, in his role, obviously, in his respective role compared to Alexis Sanchez. It's but just anyway. so disappointing. You it's, know what it is? Yeah, overall, it's, very just, it's, a very, it's a very vanilla transfer. But it's I figured really out... Very I, vanilla swap. Very boring. I had a thought, though, as to why this is, as to why transactions like this still happen, right? Why, why, why these creative, why these teams who don't want to spend big money, but who want to bring in a proven player, you know, will will we'll concoct these really original swap deals and whatnot. Uh, chief, and ch- chief of which is Antonio Conte. He's the king of this shit, and I know why. It's because th- this 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 characteristic applies to all coaches who do this, but especially Conte. He's he's king of this. He's a big trust guy. Conte's like. He's like he's like a Persian or Armenian dude that watches Scarface. He loves Scarface. It's about trust. It's about trust, brother. It's about it's about big trust. Big trust. It's about loyalty, man. It's about loyalty. I trust. No, I don't trust nobody. No, the man I trust, I keep close to me, man. That, that's Antonio Conte. That's Antonio Conte. And in fact, I'd like to I'd like to segue into a new segment that. What does that have to do with Eden Jekyll? Well. Ed and Jekyll's proven. He's a guy that he's a guy that <laughs> it says, he, it has nothing to do with what you just said. Well, Alexander Kolarov, Alexis Sanchez, okay, Jekko, Ashley yeah. Young, all guys above thirty, or guys who have played for him before, or guys who he's, guys who have Wait, been Alexis Alexis for San- a long fucking time. Alexis Sanchez, yeah. Alexis Sanchez, the guy who we brought in to Inter oh, last year. Yes. What does that have to do with loyalty? What does that have to do with loyalty? It's not about loyalty. It's about trust. He's a big trust guy. But what does that have to do with trust? He doesn't know who he could trust, so he goes for people who he, trust is a big thing for him. He doesn't tr- he doesn't trust like an Andrea Pinamonti. He doesn't trust. Uh, he doesn't. Tr- he trusts Arturo Vidal. Arturo Vidal says, "Boy, we go back." Yeah, man. okay, but that I understand. I know. So I know again. Wild state. Played, wild state. never. Pl- Jekko never played for him, but he. But he's a guy. He can kind of. He knows what he's gonna get. He. He doesn't want to go out and get. He would rather get Ed and Jekyll than Erling Haaland. I almost am convinced of that. That I don't. I don't disagree with. But that I don't disagree with. You. I don't think it has anything to do with. Uh, the trust it's also about people. trusting he's guys who can work just, with it. It's about trust. Fucked. It's about trusting he, he guys that will work within his system. That's the thing, too. He's got that system that he wants to play, right? This famous system that we always hear about, but we can't quite put a, a, a finger on any concrete element about that system. But there's the system. It's, it's a, he, he loves talking about systems. Kind of like Colin Kaepernick. You know, you're talking about sy- systems and systematic oppression. And shit. Conte talks about systematic playing of football, man. And no one quite understands what the hell it means. I don't on know. the on the topic of uh, of Ant- Antonio Conte and Inter, this is coming from I'm gonna pull this up here. This is coming from Nima, our boy Nima. He pointed out a tweet that actually got deleted now, but I remember it because I just saw it about half an hour ago. Uh, an article post uh, or a Twitter post of a of a post game interview of Antonio Conte bitching today after losing to uh, to Juve in the in the Copa match, uh, talking about how. The uh, transfer market and the and the inter ambitious project was paused in the summer due to uh, I don't I don't know what exactly COVID like like everyone else on earth like every other like every other business on earth buddy you have the quote because I actually wanted to transfer into a new I want I wanted to segment excuse me I wanted to segue into a new segment that we wanna that we wanna implement now going forward that I think we briefly got into like with Nima a couple of weeks ago Um, it's called. uh, 
It's called uh, Antonio Conte does reading or Antonio Conte reads stuff. So uh, in, an, in an Antonio Conte accent, we just read a sentence. Like it, it could be a weekly thing or it could be a periodic thing, whatever we feel like sure. it. So if you have the quote. So the, the, the original quote was deleted for whatever reason. But if you want to paraphrase based off of the information, you can go for it by all means. Uh, the transfers uh, there is a there is there is the there's a problem dall'estate non ci the the cake it's good the cake can i have uh, can i have uh, all the, the cake time press it's, it's good i i taste yeah, I urge all of you who who, don't, who have no idea what Sam was just referring to to Google or to YouTube uh, Antonio Conte cake press conference. Now, do it now. Then, then that one, then the journalist who was like just happy to bow down to his feet, like yes, Aunt, yes, Tony, you can have some cake. Yeah, you deserved it. Enjoy. Just sucking him on. Enjoy just it. Sucking him on. Just, just stroking and sucking his balls, man. Rimming him and sucking the. He, he, okay. He, all, too, he worked too, his way. He worked much, his. He worked much, his, much, his way much, down, buddy. Much, he worked his much. way down. You, you you said it you said it not me um you know what that's not let's let's actually give you a let's give a little plug to, uh, a little plug to uh to our friends at the calcio guys whose podcast you're going to be appearing on in a couple of days you are yes asked, later this week uh, i appeared on them a couple of months ago they're uh they're 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 they're, uh, they're good local guys looking um, forward to yeah maybe so a little challenge for you try to sneak in try to sneak in uh try to sneak in an antonio conte cake reference onto the podcast see if you could do that or if not then then uh start off by saying happy new year and just confuse them and see <laughs> yeah see what they say you know what let's, let's actually do that let's actually do that so there okay i'll try we'll try the antonio conte cake reference <laughs> the new year one i i think we established that the the okay. great the gray area of two weeks. Yeah, is, just is the, the main is the is the is the window that we are we're sticking. Yeah, just, just just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Say happy new year like you mean it, and then direct people to our podcast and encourage them to listen. And then people that actually do come back and hear the first two minutes will be like, "What the fuck is wrong with these guys?" We'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see what what fits into uh, how the flow of the. They're talking about how there's a there's a two week window max of saying happy new year, and this guy is saying happy new year on February fourth. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. Um. Stay tuned for that. Look, so so let's uh, let's discuss. Um, we we didn't finish going through the table, did we? Did we go through the whole table? Well, I, I mean, look, yeah, more or less. One, one, oh, sorry, one div- whole table. Sorry, sorry. The the important parts. Right. Yes. Exactly. No offense to anybody out there. One, we've actually done quite a bit of relegation talk the, the past couple of weeks, and one thing I would like to point out is that, um, is that since you were last on, uh, Marco Giampaolo was sacked. He was sacked a couple of weeks ago, but I'll give you a second. The floor is yours. Uh, do you have a piece you want to say about Marco Giampaolo having been sacked a couple of weeks ago? Torino uh, drew uh, Fiorentina at the weekend. Yeah. So uh, another team that have been struggling so far this year. And they actually drew Benevento last year, uh, last week, excuse me, another team who have been struggling this year, only even more than Fiorentina. So uh, still yeah, undefeated, they've, undefeated, they've... undefeated post uh, post Giampaolo. Yeah, um, every, they've drawn every game. Uh, I mean, no. Uh, I believe so, yes. I, well, it's two games. I believe it's a, yeah, it's a two game yes, stretch they've, here. They've, all, so, they've, all they've done is gone to draw. You're right. So do you have, uh, do you have anything you want to, do you have anything you want to, you want to say about Marco Giampaolo? Maybe if he's listening, anything you want to say to Marco I, I think that's the last last we've seen of him and I, I my You're my nuts. brain wants to say my brain wants to say it's the last that we've seen of him in the Serie A but my or, or, I don't know my the smart side of me the rational side of me says that but then the side of me that understands how this league works know that knows that Marco Giampaolo is going to have a job in the Serie A for the rest of his life for, in bottom feeder teams just because he was one time painted as a tactical genius and he coached Milan same yeah. thing like Eusebio Di Francesco, who had a good run with with Roma. He was. Where is that guy now? 
<laughs> I remember we fuck. Um, he's not at Sampdoria anymore. He got sacked from. No, Sampdoria. no, no, no. I know. Uh, I know don't, is say that. don't say this. Don't say this. I know it. I know it. Um, I genuinely don't know where he I know is. it. I know it. Oh, fuck. Um, uh, is it Cal- Cagliari? I think oh, it's fuck. Fuck me. He is. Which is funny because I was gonna say. Well, this is perfect. I was gonna say. Wow, that's that's below the radar. I, yes, it is. I compl- yes, it I compl- is. Yes, no, no, you're right. You're right. But I completely missed that one. That's a yeah, below no, no, the radar. But that's Holy what I'm saying. Yeah, he's probably going to have a job the rest of his life. Even though he's in the relegation. Well, it's right. funny you say that because I was actually about to say, if you think that, that a Cagliari won't hire a Marco Giampaolo, you're nuts. A they Cagliari, will. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. That is exactly his breadbasket right now. And it's funny because... I just know. case in point, Di Francesco is there right now. I actually think Di Francesco is a much more interesting manager than Giampaolo because... Well, to be honest, I don't really know why. It's because I was going to paint it as a young, thoughtful. Honestly, if ah. he if he looked like if he had the appearance of Giampaolo, we probably wouldn't rate him as high. Yeah, it, it could be the glasses. It could if be the glasses. he didn't wear the glasses and the scarf and had like uh, his hair put together, what what the, what the, other than <laughs> other than going to a Champions League semifinal, what I mean, difference is there? <laughs> I mean, it has to be said is the quality of his team is far is far you know is far lower than that. That's what I'm saying. They made the Champions League final, but he hasn't won for I think like six, seven, eight, nine Serie A games. So the the point being, how is that possible? They haven't won. They haven't won since September. How is that fucking possible? I don't think he's. I don't know if he's been the coach since September. Excuse me. No. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Their last win came at the end of November. Their last win came at the end of November. It's it's been like eight games that they haven't they haven't won. But my the point being that like I I would I don't know my like you said I I think Di Francesco would be better just to go on like a little bit of a deep cut like side thing here like you're right when's the, what's the last thing he's done since that that Champions League semi what do you do just, what do you just do? funny like, it's just funny how when you get painted a picture as like being a genius and like it maybe works for like a semi amount of time in different contexts for Giampaolo, who was like overachieving with like that Sampdoria team of his or whatever. And then uh, Di Francesco, who's, I guess, overachieving in a greater, you know, competition in the Champions League on a greater stage. Well, we we forget he had fashion, done, but it's just like, you. it's hard to forget like that, like, you know, that you're that wizard tag. You're like, that. we forget that. You know what? I think it's, I know what it is. It's the Sassuolo effect. Cause we forget that he was at Sassuolo for a yeah. while and, and kept them up for a I while. He was them. the guy I that took them. them. Exactly. But we're seeing it with the Derby now too, where he's like seen as this, Young up and coming manager who who has a lot of really good ideas. He's 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 being lauded as as such. So I don't know. Maybe it could be just a Sassuolo effect because we have this idea that Sassuolo like have no business being up in Serie A. Like how the fuck are they doing so well? How are they in the top half of the table? I mean, you know, they they, they basically appeared out of nowhere in 2013. I'm not even convinced that they existed before 2010. <laughs> I'm not sure. And 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 from what I could tell, uh, I have good reason to believe that. I think they 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 began borrowing and cucked. Regina out of their own stadium, like yeah, I remember we. Spoke it could very. I don't know where Sassuolo even came from, but here they are. They've been a mainstay in the league for a while, and it doesn't seem like they're going anywhere anytime soon. They have a good project, um, good young players. Uh, I think they have a sporting deal with Juve, some kind of sporting agreement. Um, yeah, I, I, if, so if they 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 either do or they did, I don't know if they still do, but yeah, according to football manager, affiliate. they do. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't some know. kind of affiliate, yeah. But um, I, <laughs> but, I, but I wonder if that's where managers go to 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 earn their hip status. Uh, maybe maybe it goes hand in hand with the way that the clubs run and i, I don't know but speaking of sassuolo i had seen i i'd known this fact already but i got i i was reminded about it again on twitter 
uh, or maybe not on Twitter. It might have even been like on LinkedIn or something uh, about how like top uh, kit sponsorship deals like in each country and how Sassuolo has the second most expensive kit sponsorship deal in Italy. And it's because it's because. Sorry, not you saying the is world? It, is it the world or is it in Italy? No, no, no it's in Italy. It's after. Italy. I, wait, no, it's Juve and then it's Oswaldo. Is that correct? Dude, I think the front yeah. shirt sponsor of probably the top ten in the Premier League is 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 greater than probably this two to the bottom. Of no, the no, that 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 makes sense. That but makes anyway, sense. Um, so second second highest in Italy of like twenty something million, right? Like by a significant amount. And it's because uh, the well, it's, owner... it's a form of embezzlement, isn't it? It's basically a form <laughs> it's of not embe- but it's yeah, because the owner, the owner of Sassuolo is also the owner of, or, or I don't know if Mapay is like a public company. Maybe he's like a majority shareholder and like the founder of the company. Whatever, Mapay also sponsors the kit right on the front, and that made me that that made me like the first thing I thought of was Sassuolo were in the top four at some point this year, right? If they had finished in the Champions League, that whole arrangement is like complete breach of financial fair play. Like I like you're without getting too technical here, like the actual real value of that sponsorship would need to be brought down to like a comparable figure that a club of Sassuolo's like stature and reputation and sporting success, whatever. So it probably would be brought down to like whatever the fuck Hellas Verona gets on the front of their shirt sponsor. And my like my other parallel the other parallel in my mind was like imagine Sassuolo made the Champions League and like their fans are going nuts and they end up like getting kicked out because of a breach of effort it just goes to show they never expected to make it this far exactly you you does that Jeep is owned by Fiat group and the Agnelli's own Fiat yeah but it's you know but own them you know in 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 sort of right it's a public company and they they, they they don't make all decisions but they are they are the majority are, shareholder are, are they, they majority shareholders they do are, make all decisions well i was gonna say are they majority shareholder anyway so. well it's, so. it's anyway i think it's all under that holding company actually. yeah which they yeah. own which right they own. yes exactly anyway look um so i, I just double tax breaks bro Ex- tax breaks bro taxes bro <laughs> invest in facebook bro um so ever hear in, of in, invest GME to GME to the moon, bro. AMC to the moon, bro. Dogecoin, Dogecoin. Can we talk about that? We got to talk about that real <laughs> quick. We got to talk about GameStop. We got to talk about Game Stonks. Excuse me. Um, for first off, uh, this all this all culminated. I th- I think this actually, obviously, last week. Sam, I have a better idea. I have a better idea. I have a, rather than than actually talking about it, if we had to choose a team in the table. To be a, a to be a GameStop stock and just like somehow through I don't know what start a movement to just like buy out all their merch and like buy out like sell like increase their their commercial numbers increase their some I don't know what the fuck we could do who could we shoot up the table Well, I would say it's probably Sassuolo. It's kind of happened organically. They're this team that were basically created out of nowhere and that. And that there you go. Here the hell they are. That, but the, the, the honest, the, the answer that makes more sense would be a team that is like just on the down, going against every single trend in modern football. Uh, just, just a, a dying, a dying business. Sunderland, but it's not. It's not. S- Sunderland would be not a good, Sunderland team. would be a good example. A, a better one would probably be. A better one probably would have been. Like Parma in 2014, like, like maybe Parma. Palermo, Palermo. We need a Palermo. We need, Palermo <laughs> is that's it. Palermo from the from the fucking Palermo is blockbuster right now. That's, They've literally gone solid. bankrupt. They're a shell. They're a shell of their former self. 
Did you see that they actually? Did you see that those Wall Street bet guys were actually trying to revive the blockbuster holding company to liquidate them? You thanks for explaining my joke. Well, yeah, but 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 it's okay. So 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 that's actually now you actually happened. Well, 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 well. Now you ruined it. Thanks. But 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 look, I I I do think I do think that I do think Palermo are a great call also because the key is you can't own your own stadium, um, which they don't. So. Like I think like, like ninety nine percent of the yeah, but 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 so so Sassuolo, you can't say that about Sassuolo because I actually think they own their own stadium. That's the thing, and just to no, I think it's Udinese. You're you're mixing them up. Udinese do own their own stadium, but to circle back to the point, I think I think what happened was their now late owner Rodolfo Squinzi, and you'll remember him because of that yes. incredible name. Remember yeah. last year, everyone was saying R.I.P. Squinzi, <laughs> just an unreal name. Well, he I'm actually, it's just a legendary name. It's an incredible name. Uh, we, we've talked about great names, like great, great awesome. surnames like, before. Yeah. That's probably the best last name of all time. I mean, if we could have found, if, if there's a person out there named like Panta, uh, what was one of the best, uh, best surnames? Pan, Pantaleo. Pantale, or, well, if we could have combined the two, Pantaleo Squinzi or like Selvaggio Squinzi, Selvaggio, remember Selvaggio Sarri from the Luis Suarez case? Selvaggio Squinzi. That could, honestly, I would name my dog that. Just, just so that there's a there's a creature out there that is named Selvaggio Squinzi. But no, I think just Squinzi for a dog would be good because it needs to just be like you know two syllables. You need a two syllable name for a dog because it becomes Donkey, too complicated. Squeens. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you call him Squeens because yeah, because if you yeah, people people that name their dog like like Mister people that name their dog people Mr. that name their dog or, 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 yeah, Mister Peanut Butter. Shout out uh, Bojack or uh, like Lord Pembroke or something. Some people do that. Stupid. Because you're, you're confusing your dog. It's going to take them a, an incredibly longer period of time uh, of adaptation before they know what their name is. Or you're is. just gassing them up too much. You're making them think they're royalty. They're, just, that, they're, just, they're just your cat sitting in that, your There's room. that too. Yeah, there, there's that too. I thought, I thought it was actually because they're just, you know, their stupid little brains can't process the name on time, you know, in a timely fashion. And it takes probably a that. It's probably that. I don't but, think it could, they, but it could be that. I don't think it could be that they're smarter than we realize. I don't think and they, they big time us. How they big time mon- us. Monarchies work. Well, maybe they big, maybe they do, and maybe they big time us. Like, oh, Lord, I'm I'm Lord Pembroke. Anyway, um, so Squinzi founded Mape. Uh, it was his company. He also owns Sassuolo. He owns two companies. It's a form of embezzlement. It's a form of injection. It's a form of injection of cash of liquid. It's not illegal. It's not. It's no, not no, it's not. But it's a no. But no. But in footballing terms, it's it's. It goes against financial fair play because it's a form of injecting liquidity into the club. So, uh, wow, great, great, that was great, a great side tangent. That's Paler- Paler- Palermo to the moon, baby. Palermo to the moon. Let's do it. Let's yeah, see, we, need some meme. we need some memes going. If anyone can make fucking memes about oh, yeah, yeah. let's crowdsource them. Fuck. On yeah, man. Chris, Chris Couchy hasn't produced a video in some time. Poor guy. He's been yeah. I don't know. I, 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 we, we, we're opening up the window for him to do so every week and he still hasn't. So we might have to start crowdsourcing it. I don't know. Cause we, uh, we, uh, we, we, we should definitely get on the meme game there. And again, just, just we should the- literally, we need to put out a post and we need to get people to, we need to tell people, make your best Palermo game stonks fucking memes out there again. So a lot of people think that this game stop shit, uh, hit its peak last week when it turned into the mainstream for me, by the way, just. For, for me, the peak was actually last night when Dave Fortnite went on CNN with Chris Cuomo and said, I'm not selling because I like making memes about it. That was, a, yeah, that was, that's the, incredible. And then he sold today. And then he sold today. He did sell today, but, but, but he, it felt like he a felt, small, it felt like a small win. He's, he's, he's kind, he's kind of, he's kind of our commander in chief, uh, people that make stupid content like us. Uh, okay. Other news. Um, 
Copa Italia action today. Juve beat Inter 2-1, two goals by Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, just wanted to say uh big thanks to uh to alessandro bastoni who i've been gassing up for quite some time now uh for for a great assist on that second goal you have uh i actually i actually have the past couple of weeks you've been gone we, we with with sharma and nima i we, we i think we gave him due praise um but uh no experience man experience uh an experience forward like ronaldo nice little play if you want to check that out listeners definitely do check out the highlights of that uh, game basically ball was coming back to Handanovic, who kind of came out didn't call it didn't claim it outside the box with enough authority bastoni decided to take a touch away from Handanovic, and ronaldo picked his pocket kind of in his blind spot and finished um finished from from way like practically on the, the, the from from the touch line um Great to watch also because the ball just trickled in and hit the post and and, and just snuck right in. Um, so um, first leg down, two away yeah, goals for Juve in so Milan. Could, just so we could just so we could paint a, a bigger picture, maybe for some of some of those who haven't been following the Copa that you know tightly or closely because it's it's in the it's exciting phases now. Obviously, yeah. uh, it's not, you just described the first leg right that happened in that in that fixture. So Copa Italia semifinals are two legs. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow we have it's what Napoli and Atalanta, right? Yes, yeah. My money's on Atalanta. Um, we'll see. Of course, Napoli are now going to go on and win. I just probably jinx Atalanta. We're going to face Napoli in another cup competition final. Um, seems to be their seems to be their specialty these past couple of years. They they made the Copa final a couple of times, I think. So yeah, uh, yeah, that'll be an interesting contest. But I, uh, I did want to, I did want to bring out, I did want to bring up the fact that you have actually looked pretty good since losing to Inter. Um, beat Sampdoria at the weekend two 0 Obviously, game we're supposed to win. But uh, hey, big tie coming up against Roma on the weekend. It'll be fun to break that down next week. Um, and I think then I'll really have a better idea after having, uh, after after having, because again, I I don't sit down and watch full Roma games. I think then then I'll, I'll have a I'll have a real take for you if um, Fonseca in or if I'm Fonseca out. I will tell you next week if Fonseca is the real deal or not. I will. Uh, I will report back to you guys, but um, before we before we move on to other shit, um, uh, some transfer talk and just other news. Um, one story that I wanted to bring up is that apparently Eder, well, first of all, is still alive, uh, still hasn't fallen off the Shocking. face of the earth. Is still playing. Is still playing. He's still alive. He's still playing with Suning. He's still playing with Suning. I think. Uh, Nima had a great tweet this week. He said, "We're in hell. This is it. We're in hell. This is it." Apparently, Antonio Conte didn't like or hasn't hasn't been super convinced with with uh, with Andrea Pinamonti and wants oh, to bring no. in Eder. Oh no! As a replacement, I want to. I think this is very important because again, oh no, he's a trust guy, man. He's a trust Eder. I trust you, man. I trust in you. This, know? yeah, in this, I agree. In this, I agree too. How the fuck? How the fuck is, is he still playing? How the hell is he still having a look in at a city outside? So many people forge a career off of off of reputation and and it's not even a great reputation but i i want to I, I wanted to bring this up because i think it's something that people do in the real world also a lot of people a lot yeah. of people piggyback off of off of past experience and and i don't know it's a lot of people are just underwhelming on what they do well you know you know what i i have i have a little i want to do a little little side tangent here that People probably won't care about, but I need I, I I can relate to Antonio Conte on the most minimal fashion, and I think you could agree too. I'm gonna take this to our classic uh, segue to uh, like two minute football manager segment, where you know we're in COVID nineteen, Corona, uh, not much to do. Uh, I've been playing extended hours of football manager when I can, right? As you and should. just like and just like you, as you should as well as the rest of the world should, uh, and just like you. Uh, I've never played this long into like one 
game, right? Into one save. So I'm on to a second team now, right? And there is, I'm, I just need to say that when you, and I can't imagine how Antonio Conte feels when you bring in, let's say, who's who's a player that he's brought from a former club that ended up like actually killing it for him. I mean, maybe maybe there aren't any, but if we could, if we could like sit down and think for a bit, in in a football manager world, it is so satisfying. Uh, Ashley Young. Ashley Young. I don't know. No, he never. No, he never played with him before. I don't. I don't actually know. So the, the point being, the satisfaction you I get in a digital world, bringing in a player from my former club who starts ripping it up. I mean, it's pretty satisfying. You know so what's maybe, even more satisfying? For that 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 shot of dopamine, that shot of 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 satisfaction. That's what he's looking for. You know what else is really satisfying? When you start off one save and you discover a gem, and then you move into another career and restart at T equals zero, but with another club of like a different stature, and you bring in the same <laughs> now, player. Now we're not. Now we're not making. Can. Now we're not making any parallels to real life. We just, no, we just no, got no, full. No, we just got full digital. <laughs> Full inception. I do have an. I do have a question for you. How old are the youngest prospects in your academy now? Because you're like several years in, and you know how they're continually churning out these moon-faced guys, yeah, yeah. Who, <laughs> with, with with fake names, yeah. um, that, that look that look. You know, eventually they be, they become they become they become basically no different than your data analyst who doesn't exist, right? the the face The face and name is just they right. they, 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 right, just, right, they, right. they auto names and faces. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so so so, how old are your youngest prospects right now? Obviously, sixteen. I should say. Yeah, so, what 16. is sixteen? What is the year you're in? Minus sixteen. I am currently in. I want to say twenty, like twenty two, maybe twenty twenty three. That's it. I thought you were away for it. Okay. Twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Yo, that's yeah. not so. So so you're so anyway. So in your academy, you have sixteen year olds. Twenty four. You have you have some fifteen year you have some fifteen year olds who are like born in two thousand and eight right now. That is whack. That is, that is whack. Called the absolutely... future, man. It's gonna it's gonna happen soon. How are people that are born in two thousand and ten gonna wind up playing pro football before us? Let that sink in. It's gonna take it's gonna take six years, but that's not a, that's not gonna a happen. Deep, that's not a deep thought at all. It's kind of it kind of is when you consider you, the fact Sam, that right Sam, now you, you measure me older. measure measure Sam, me next Sam, time. You keep getting older. But new the people six- get born that that play football yeah. and then retire. That that's, play football and retire. So it doesn't. As life goes on, it doesn't increase your chances of. It's a hard pill to swallow. You know that that we keep no, getting older, but the sixteen, but the sixteen, but the sixteen-year-olds keep staying sixteen. That's deep. That's deep. It's true. There's, a, there's it's it's a never-ending it's a never-ending cycle, man. That's deep. Um, well, speaking of aging, uh, we've got a great five aside lined up for you, uh, for you guys to, to wrap oh, up this cold. podcast. Uh, we have a, we have a couple of, we have a couple of, pi- a couple of pieces of news that we just want to get to real quick. Just some quick fire shit. Yeah. yeah I want to yeah. get your takes on that. I want to get your take on that. And that I want to get my take on as well. But, uh, our five aside is going to be, uh, I think this is, I think we could say this is a long awaited five aside because we've been teasing it since your last appearance, uh, over the holidays. It's the five aside of, uh, Baldies, um, I uh, I had to say that word. Nick is shaking his head. No, um, I I uh, I was thinking yesterday. Is there a, is there a slur for bald people? Would, would there be a term that is politically incorrect? It would probably be baldies. Um, As you keep repeating it, but it's really funny to say. Well, well, it's it's but it's not a slur, and it's it's really funny to say. Nick Nick thinks that we should call them the bald ballers. So the, the that's what I, that's that's how I I I built my team. That's like. I, I need both words in the name of the five aside. The five aside of bald guys in Calcio. No, no bald, bald guys or bald, bald players. Ballers. So bald, bald ballers. So yeah. Galliani is out. Well, I mean, he's Antonio, a Con- Antonio Conte is out. Yeah. 
He's not really bald, but he is. Is he really bald? It's a tough one. Okay. Poor Conte. All we ever do is make fun of his fucking taste and transfer targets, hair, and voice. Um, okay. Okay. Let's move see on. some news quick. Yeah. News, yeah. So, so, okay. Um, I forget his first name, uh, but he's got an unreal last name. Um, Zerki Tuparma from Bayern Munich. I forget what this kid's name is, but he's Joshua, uh, no? Joshua, Joshua Zerki. Zerk, yes. Thank Zerk, you. Isn't it Zergzi? Zergzi? Probably. Maybe I'm mispronouncing it. It's I don't know. Z. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. We could both be wrong for, for, for all I freaking know. How You're random is this, wrong. though? How random is this? Guy won the Champions League with Bayern Munich last year. Was up on the was up, was up hoisting the trophy with, with Manuel Neuer. And he's always being featured in Alfonso Davies' stories. I think he's about the same age as Alfonso Davies, more or less, maybe a year or two younger than him. Um, but uh, I don't know. Kind of a kind of a wonder kid. Um, Dutch guy. Uh, I, I'd been hearing for a couple of weeks that he'd been rumored to be going out on loan probably to a uh, aside in England or elsewhere in Germany. I mean, good on Padma for getting him. I don't know that he'll actually have a serious impact um, because he's super young and he's about to enter, you know, he's about to enter a whole different league and um, and whatnot. And they're probably going to rely on him fairly heavily. I mean, of course, Padma have struggled uh, pretty pretty badly this year. Uh, 13 yep. points uh, in second to last place. Um, they are two points off of safety, but Spezia in, 16, in, in 16th place right now are uh, on 18 points. So there's already a little bit of a gap that's kind of forming. Bologna on 20 points. So not looking great for Parma. We'll see what the, we'll see what could happen here, but I don't know. I, I, I thought this was an interesting one. I don't know if you have any uh, any opinion on this. It just shocked yeah, I mean, me. This is lot, one of those yeah, random transfers. Yeah, a lot of unknowns, but it's 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 cool to see that it's, it's definitely a, a transfer that like uh, screams ambition, I guess you could say, like wanting to make like deals for, I believe the buy options are like 15 million euro, like not... Uh, not anything insignificant so it's it's screams of ambition to me or like wanting to you know really improve and 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 to build a project so in that sense i think good for them let's hope it uh it turns out i think this this is going to be an interesting transfer that i want to see how it pans out yeah yeah um uh rolando mandragora went to torino so he's going to be the guy to save them i guess um yeah just uh just i wanted to bring this one up because torino have built up an arsenal of the most random Italian midfielders who were all former U21 players. Daniele Baselli. All, all underwhelming, too. Marco Benassi, I think. Isn't is he, he on Fiorentina? Is though? he at Fiorentina? I don't he was know. On, he was on Torino at one point. Uh, and, now, and, now Rolando, and now Rolando Mandragora. I'm gonna, let me just confirm real quick where Marco Benassi is. I believe he's, I believe he's at I Fiorentina. He's at Fiorentina. Yeah. yeah, I know you're right. Mediocre Italian players there. That's a, that's a, other than other than Bellotti, maybe. So I was gonna say I was gonna say though add add to the fa- add to add to add to the f- list. Uh, Zaza. Um, remember Vittorio Paragini? Paragini? Yep. Paragini? <laughs> Useless player. Uh, who's that other guy who uh, who who is featured in like all these Wonder Kid lists or has been had been featured in all these Wonder Kid lists over the past couple of years, but has like really proven nothing ever. Uh, Milico, Vincenzo Milico. Oh He's yeah. Only- He's 20 years old. He could yet come into his own. Another youth player, though, uh, at the at the Azzurini ranks, who's featuring for Torino. Um, good to see that they're building a project. At least, at least, at least they have an idea of what it is they're doing. Now, I have a question for you. They're they're checking the box for domestic talent. What's more important, that you have a clear plan, or that you have, or or, or that you or have, you no plan have that no something plan, something works? Yeah, clearly <laughs> have no plan, but you're that it's working well. Would you rather have a plan? Where you have a, a general idea of where you could wind up, or you have no plan, and it can go very well or very bad. 
Yeah, I think I would take the ladder. <laughs> I think I would take the ladder okay. when you're. Uh, what's the definition of uh, insanity? When you keep trying the same thing over and over again. I'm almost surprised that I'm almost surprised that Patrick Cutrone isn't rumored to be going there. Apparently, he's uh, he's on his way to Valencia. Well, he's when like he a, inevitably flops at Valencia. He'll be paired he'll be a prime. Tony, he'll be pri- he'll be he'll be placed right next to Simone Zaza in some stupid three five two. He'll be a prime player formation. there. Yeah. When yeah. Belotti finally leaves and joins the team. He, Patrick Cutrone, if he doesn't, if he doesn't come into his own Valencia now, if he does wind up going, is it official or not? I don't know. Um, yeah, it is official. He's not okay. He's, he's well, not okay. Well, well, if he doesn't, if he doesn't, uh, then he's a prime candidate to uh, be slotted right into the Tonino team. He will, he will have actually pulled a Simone Zaza, which is go to go to Valencia, do relatively well, and um, and and come to Torino. I actually think how how well did Zaza do in Valencia? I think he did all right, but. Yeah, there's just something about the players that Tonina bring in that I don't know. Managers too, managers too. Just just manager managers who have shown a little bit of a glimmer of something, but like nothing that spectacular. Same thing with Gianpaolo. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, speaking of speaking of uh, Italian quote unquote talent who were highly touted before and who have sort of fallen off a cliff, there is this idea that is absurdly percolating right now that Mattia Destro should go to Euro 2021. Or Euro 2020. He has nine goals in 16 games for Genoa right now. All from Wait, open. What is what is wrong with people? What what is wrong with people? now? Now the, the problem is if we you want to send it, we want to send Caputo to the national team. Now we want to send Mattia Destro to the national team. Let's be real. This could never happen. It, I do feel slightly vindicated because last year I said that I thought he would have a breakout season at Bologna. I think it was at Bologna. I don't even where was he? It might have been at Bologna. Fuck me. He feels like he's played for every single team in like the north of Italy. But fucking scored against I, Milan in the Coppa game. But, but 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 uh, I don't know. Like this can't happen. Surely, the- surely it can't, dude. No, no. Sorry, I'm getting. I think it, I th- it was in. The, I think it was in the league. But again, th- th- it doesn't league. matter. This can't happen. It, he cannot go to the Euro, right? Like numbers can't. No, we, we can't. We can't. We can't rely on numbers that closely, right? We have to like know what it is we're looking at, and and we have to look at this guy and say, okay, well, like I understand that he's putting up numbers, but it's it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It's absolutely not. not. I, I I don't even want to discuss like no. Okay, so I'm I'm happy we're on the same page because again we we are have you a kidding di- me. Oh, we I, have was, a, I was gonna be on a different page than that. I don't know. I don't know, man. We have a young dynamic team, and he just doesn't fit into any of that. But but the numbers don't lie. I don't know. He's on pace for 18 goals in the season. Okay, well, so, is, so is the guy for uh, or, so, he's on pace so, for like 23 goals. Actually, I just did the math. So so, so is the French dude for Spezia. He's not being called up to the fucking French national team. I like that. Relax. That's a good. That's a good. Why, that's a good why analogy. We, why? Why? Why do we have to stoop so low? The French don't do it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You're right. You're right. And and and, and everything's on a relative basis. Obviously, the French have arguably a much arguably. I I don't think it's arguably at all that they have a, a, a yeah. much more talented, the <laughs> uh, you know, a pool of players to pick from. But uh, like, come on, we don't have to. We don't have to stoop that low over here. We're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna upset the French. Mateo we're not Destro's gonna. We're not gonna usurp them. We're not gonna usurp them with Mattia Destro fucking striking fear into the eyes of, of Samuel Lumtiti as he comes off the bench uh, in a Euro quarterfinal game. I'm so like, come on, Mateo Let's Destro, be real, people. If this guy would get called up for World Cup qualifying and pull his shirt off, scoring the first goal against Faroe Islands in like the first half. We don't need that. We don't want that. We don't. We don't need that guy wearing our shirt. Hey, we agree. I, I think he, I actually don't think he's played for us since like Fucking 2012. Calm. Fucking he, he, calm, sco- he scored guy. a goal as well. It was against some 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 really scrub side in like 2012. I don't remember who it was. It's, it's got to be the one. Might thing. have been. It might have been San Marino. Honestly, 
one of the things I love but hate the most at the same time is when a, a former, like this exact case, either uh, a former, a formerly like touted uh, player who who completely, you know, fell off the map and is very clearly not of a high caliber, uh, has a, a flash in the pan or a good run of form. And it's come up to the national team. Come, up come to the- on, man. Bandini just, I just, I just saw Bandini wrote an article for the Guardian saying that he could be the next Totoski Lachi for the no, national no. team. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Well, and you know I'm, what? To be fair, we could, say, we could say that. We could say that about literally any player that has been completely underwhelming throughout their career, but has a hot year and, and, and is being yeah, that's my for point. National exactly. Team. You know, a few that's years ago, Lapadula, Pavoletti. <laughs> the name goes the, the list goes on the list goes on yeah Pavoletti but, probably did go on a similar run of goals of goal scoring did he not uh in his, in that year that he had i don't know but bro Mattia Desro, i just checked had zero goals last year in city yeah let's be real <laughs> just because iftv hypes you up doesn't mean that you deserve a spot in the fucking national just team. because you, you get photoshopped with a fucking graphic uh with, with a jersey on and a graphic right doesn't mean you deserve to be on there. I'm sorry. His one and goal. His one goal for La Nazionale came against Malta. Just confirmed. So I said it was San Marino. Sorry to the Maltese people. I did, did he? Did he pull his shirt off? No, but I remember him celebrating very. Listen, he was 21 years old and he scored a goal for the national team. You could celebrate. It was a competitive game, but he's done nothing since. End of discussion. It ain't happening. It ain't Thank can't you. happen. We agree. Thank you. Thank okay. You. Um, hero of the week for me, uh, Dusan Vlahovic. Before we get to our uh, our five aside, he um, I think he posted. He posted um. I want to be sure not to screw this up. I don't know if you, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Nick. Duzan Blahovic, here we go. Uh, Duzan Blahovic posted a picture on Instagram and someone said, let's tag his girl. I don't know if he posted a picture with a girl or something. I don't know. Someone said, tagiamo la ragazza di Blahovic. Let's, let's tag his girlfriend. Got a ton of likes. Blahovic answered, if you want to tag my girls, you're, you'll need a little time. Or I poorly translated that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll translate it in Italian. I'll just say it in Italian, then I'll translate it a little bit better. He goes, Se vuoi tagare le mie ragazze, hai bisogno di un po' di tempo. That's funny. Anyway, it'll take you. It'll take you. It'll you take you a moment. Chicks, to, bud. You ain't getting chicks, bud. He's hero, he's hero of the week for that comment. Come on. Yeah, he's. Blahovic has bitches. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, it. bro. Yeah. You want to tag my bitches? It's going to take you a hot minute, bro. Anyway, thought it was funny. Okay. Do you have a hero of the week that you want to shout out? Or is it to the uh, is it to the Wall Street bet guys? No, I, I, I no. I wanted to. I was gonna sarcastically give my hero of the week to Mattia Destro, but we it kind of got cucked in our in our newsreel over here just okay. because I was I, I you 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 kind of stole the segment out of my mouth. I wanted to uh, uh, comment on our, our our love for for the photoshops of him in the Italian kits and the and the graphics and the cherry picked stats of in the last seven games he scored this many goals and. Uh, for me, he was my sarcastic hero of the week, but I wanted to give my Stones of the week to the producer of the Sky Sports original uh, Totti uh, TV series. That's apparently in- I share I- this. I share this Stronzo with you, by the way. So this um, this shout out comes via uh, Perisnitch through Twitter. He tweeted out some some some. St- some screenshots, I guess, of this. Well, I mean, to, to, to be fair, you you you, you discovered you discovered this through this one tweet, but it's it's just Google it. It's all it's, it's all real. Over. It's real. It's all, it's all over the place. It's all over a little bit of a shout out. Yeah. Um, he pointed out that the uh, the actor we're gonna have to, <laughs> gonna have to post a the picture. actor that's playing Francesco Sam, Totti. Sam, 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 Sam. Looks I'm, like I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it, bro. The guy playing Francesco Totti literally looks like Mattia Perin. I was gonna say I was gonna he say looks he looks like, like he Francesco looks like, Caputo with with long hair. 
he looks like a, a rattier a rattier version of Matteo <laughs> Perin. And <sighs> honest, honest thrones all the week to the producers, to the casting manager, to whoever cast this dude uh, in in this TV series, because Totti has to be rolling rolling in his chair right now. Like I knew he has to be. I knew I, I recognized the face insulted. from somewhere. I would be insulted. You have to look this up. It's so good. So again, just, just, just. There's. It's a sky. No, gotta, is it a mini series? Make, got, is it a mini series or? I don't know. It's a TV. It's a full-on TV series. I think. Well, okay. So a TV series about the life of, of Francesco Totti, where the guy playing Francesco Totti literally doesn't look like Francesco Totti. It's. It looks so lazy, man. It's. It. It looks hilarious. I don't know. I'd have to see the trailer. I'd have to see the trailer for. Uh, I'd have to see the trailer for uh, for the film to see if it looks for for the for the project to see if it like if it, if it's meant to is if it's meant to I don't know is 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 the idea that it's kind of a whole biography or does it look at his last season at the club because I saw Antonio Cassano was apparently featured in it as well the yeah, actor who plays him. Cassano no but the actor that plays Cassano actually looks like him except they dressed him like not a really. little I mean a little bit but they dressed him like a fucking stereotypical 1979 disco uh, disco goer with an open flannel shirt and a cut he actually he actually looks like Tony Montana which is ridiculous because no one has ever dressed like that for the past 20 years when Antonio Cassano was a thing but I don't know uh look it up look it up incredible stuff absolutely incredible stuff um quick stronzo for me just kind of with a new segment I'm gonna call don't be that guy uh don't be that guy don't be the guy to uh don't be the guy to, to trivialize. You're, so you're you're putting a segment in a segment. Correct. Yeah. Uh, just just don't be that guy. Don't Stuart Baxter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sacked by the Indian by an Indian Super League club. Don't be okay. that guy. Don't be don't be the guy who 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 draws an analogy to uh, sexual assault. Uh, just, just 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 don't be that guy. Don't be no. that guy. No. Don't be that guy. I, <laughs> uh, so the, the 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 former England U19 coach uh, was sacked by Indian Super League side Odisha after using an offensive analogy about rape when referring to a referee decision. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Just 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 don't rape people. Don't talk about rape. Don't even think about rape. Just 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 pretend. Just I don't know. Take it seriously, but don't. Don't 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 tri- don't trivialize don't trivialize sexual assault. Don't be that guy. Thrones of the league to Stuart Baxter. Look it up. Um, just an all time on an all time boomer quote. An all time boomer quote. Yeah, that that's the best. I think that's the best way to put it. Okay, uh, Nick, five aside, five aside of uh, bald ballers. We want a little tactical. Um, yes, found this here so. because it's one of the only times where it would make sense. It's one of the only times you love to push this. Keep it tactically sound when it makes absolutely no sense and it gets off the rails. We don't understand what's going on. This makes sense. So we're going tactically sound. And that's why Bald Ballers needs to be the name of this because I truly picked Bald Ballers. So so um, who I'll let you start. We um, should come up you- with a system to see how we how we start, to be honest with you, because I have a clear I have a clear number one. Well, I, I know I know I already know who it is. And the problem is it's it's. It's definitely going to be the guy who I have also. Um, so should we uh, should we do a method? How should we? Uh, I don't know. I because if you take this guy, quick rock paper scissors right here. Ready on shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. There we go. Is that I rock? Win. Yeah, I would. So I'm gonna go first. My I'm gonna start at I'm gonna start at striker slash I guess uh, attacker. We'll go with because uh, we play fluid, right? Our five sides. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Zidane. I'm going with Zinedine Zidane as my number one bald baller. Uh, he obviously, 
obviously one yeah very r.i.p to his hair very young he had a very very tragic uh balding uh pattern and we that's not trivialized balding too much either we don't want to be offensive but he had a very he had a pretty unfortunate one um but uh yeah zidane i mean obviously the italian connection through uh through playing for juventus uh recently rumored uh, I guess we could say as of how many years ago was it when he took his little hiatus from Real, right? That he would maybe come in and coach Juventus, which would have been kind of cool to see. But um, yeah, number he one. He had the me. very unfortunate. Obvious, obvious, obvious number one for me. Like, he had obvious. the, yeah, he had the very unfortunate, um, he had the very unfortunate fate of, of having, uh, of having baldness go two ways. So he had the crown in the back. Kind of, yeah. yeah. He 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 had the uh, he had the cow he had the cowlick start to start to go bald, and he had the receding baldness. So he had like he had the he had the Goran Pandev look kind of. Except he actually didn't hang on to it that long, and he shaved his head. And of course, giving us one of the all time moments ever, a headbutting. Uh, clean, Zidane. yeah, clean yeah, 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 clean. One of the best headbutts I've ever seen, and possibly, arguably, won us a World Cup in the process. We don't know. Um, we don't know. Um, I'm tempted to give say. my. You know what? I'll, I'll I'll actually kind of go in the same vein. I'll give it to another French guy who also won us a World Cup. I'll give uh I'll give my striker position, uh I'll give my starting striker position to um, David Trezeguet. David Trezeguet, Juve legend. I'm not convinced he was actually bald. I'm not convinced he was bald. He may have been. Saw... He may have been one of those shaves yeah. shaves his head guy. Right? Here's the thing. I've never seen him with hair. So this is where this is where it gets a little bit. No, I I I I say that's fine. If we've literally never seen him with hair, and if they choose to be bald, right, we're going with that. We're not saying it needs to be genetic. We're not uh, we're not going into the into the biology of, uh, of of being bald. That's fine. That's fine. But like so, like Sebastian Jovinko obviously has hair, but he didn't for a long time. Like he shaved his head all no, the time. No, 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 no. You, you can't. That you, doesn't count. Like because he's rocking hair now. It needs to be someone you just said we've never seen with hair. Never. Fine. So if we did this five aside uh, two years ago, Ashley Young would probably have been, he he'd been he, in that in that five aside. Because, it's very possible. I mean, he wasn't playing. We, he wasn't in Italian football at the no, time. But, no, but, but yeah. whatever. You get me. I hear you. And and let, let, let's also say, like, just because you keep your hair doesn't mean you're not bald. So like Paletta, who we always joke about, I'm not gonna. He's not on my five aside here. A little spoiler here. He 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 still I was counts. Say, you shouldn't be spoiling picks over well, here. Well, no, but okay, but he he is still fair. He would still be fair. Game. Yes, we 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 agree on the. Okay, definition. okay, okay, good. So, okay, so, so David Trezeguet, Juve legend, and uh, won us a World Cup. Thanks for that, buddy. I still have the, I still have that slow motion replay of the ball trickling yeah. down uh, off the crossbar and off the post and then off the goal line just forever 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 branded into my brain the crossbar so, saved them once in the first half of that game and the crossbar saved us yeah. um good pick uh i am hmm, i'm i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'll go defense i'll probably rock one defender i'll go i'm gonna go to defense and i'm gonna go for yapstam as my bald baller on defense, he's a bad motherfucker. Bad, he's a bad motherfucker. Probably a bad, probably a bad person too. He, he gets, he's one of those why? guys that convinces me. <laughs> like you know, sometimes a guy's so bad, you're just convinced they're a bad person. Like apparently, Pepe is delightful. To, he's a delightful guy, but if you see him play, you just think like, he's got to be the worst human being alive. Yeah, Yap Stam just gives me like. Uh, 
evil villain in a in a in a either a Bond movie or oh, like yeah. A, oh yeah Die Hard or something like that. Like Bruce Willis has to push him off a building or something. But um, yeah, Yapstan for me, obviously the connection. To it's a bit like Bruce Willis, actually. <laughs> a little bit. Say that, that about any bald guy. Bald, yeah. <laughs> just as we said, we were going to trivialize baldness. Uh, <laughs> we're just we're likening any bald guy to Bruce Willis. Um. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. I don't know if I, I mean, obviously for me personally, Yapstam, I have more like uh, I have that connection through Milan, but he actually played more games for Lazio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a big, commanded more, a big transfer fee there as well, I think. More, or, yeah, over more years as well. Obviously, uh, a Dutch uh, staple on the back line. Uh, he played on the on the team from 96 to 2004. But yeah, bad, bad mother effort for me. Yapstam, a very good defender. Mother I effort. Oh, what, the fo- what is it? What, 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 <laughs> In a good we, way. Are, are we clean now? Are we a clean podcast? Oh, no, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, motherfucker. Sorry, Sam. Thank you. Okay, Sorry. Um, I believe he's also coaching in the MLS right now, right? He is coaching in MLS. He, is, he, has, he has gone into Cincinnati? management. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, uh, good luck, Yap. Uh, he's my... I'm gonna, he'll probably be my only... We'll see how the draft, the rest of this goes, the rest of this five-a-side goes, but I'm going to have to go with Stam right now, and we'll see if I pick another defender. We'll see. I'm going to... You know, so so... I'm gonna go with my goalkeeper here because I'm afraid you're gonna pick him otherwise. Um, and I really, I really thought you'd be starting with him. It's got to be Pepe Reina. It absolutely has to be because he looks because because when you think of a ball when you think of a bald guy, um, I think he's an I think he's a great example of what you think of as a bald guy because one you, we've only ever seen him bald pre Liverpool like pre Liverpool. I don't remember or know what he looks like no, or what he looked he like. He went he bald he started balding really young, but it's the fact that he sells it really well. He had no beard for a while, so he had the full just he had the full he had the full kind of. He had, that, he had that thumb look, that Humpty Dumpty look going. We've talked Big about time. it before. Big um, when you think of a bald guy, you think of you think of Humpty Dumpty. I just do um, the egghead. He's got it all. He's got it all. We we've talked about it at length before, but I, I had to snag him. He's absolutely incredible. And the best part is, uh, best part the, the the best part about having had him in City is for me anyway that he's been so uh, he's been around so long. He's been uh, he's become a mainstay, and he's actually playing quite a bit for Lazio. And he looks, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and he looks like a, he and he looks like a player that should be playing for Lazio. I was discussing this with Nima a couple weeks ago. He looks like an ultra. He's a little bit fat. He looks a little bit fascist. Uh, he's got the look. Um, so yeah, bald and iconic. Yeah, that that was Pepe Reina was definitely my number one pick and keeper. But I also had a couple of other options. So I'm not I'm not dead there. I'm definitely not dead there. So I, I I hope I, like I hope I hope your pick for goalkeeper. I like that I could wait now. I could wait on my goalkeeper now. I, unless you want to play some wild two goalkeeper system, I don't know if we could do that. If we're if we we're, said it, ha- it has to be tactically sound. We said there's two for the first time. For the first time, we're actually like building a team that kind of has a variable that sort okay, of makes good. enough sense that. That, that we should be able to build a tactically sound. So I'm, I, I'm okay, good. I, I, I get to wait on my goalkeeper now. That's what, exactly what I'm gonna do. So I am, oh, man. You got a defender and a striker. Can we, can we also publish these teams? Whenever we do a tactically sound one, we need to publish the teams and do a poll and have people vote on which one was better. Fine. That that, that 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 sounds that sounds like that sounds like that. work. That sounds like work and and, and, <laughs> and media editing work. But sure, fine. If you, you if you it. if you'll volunteer, if you'll volunteer. Uh, I'm 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 on board. Let, we'll okay, talk let, about it. We'll talk about it. Okay, let me get to my pick. We'll talk about it. Um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the midfielder, and uh, I think this is a great pick right here for me personally. I'm going to go. Well, for me personally, I think it would be a great pick for you personally too if you picked him. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Esteban Cambiaso as fuck. Well. Fuck. I had so when I was thinking of gu- when I was thinking of guys who still qualify as bald even though they still had hair. 
he has to be one of them because I actually do remember him not being quote unquote. Me too. Black. I I, I, saw, I, pictures. I yeah. saw pictures of him. Well, World Cup 2006, I remember him with a very receded hairline and a little bit of a little tuft kind of flopping around in the wind as he was taking have, the yeah. for Argentina. Yeah, 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 exactly. I think that's actually a later World Cup. That's probably 2010 what you're showing me, Nick. But um, he, he, he had been holding on for quite some time. But but I think I think he's pretty well known as a as a bald baller. I would say in his in his uh, I, I would I don't know I think so. I think whenever you think Esteban Cambiaso, you remember the bald head more. Maybe it's recency bias for us. I don't know. But obviously, obviously an icon at Inter. But poor guy left Inter. I think for Leicester. Yeah, he, uh, did. he did. Played one season there, and then he left off uh, the year before they won the title. And he would have he would have collected a Premier League winners medal probably just playing off the bench because they had their they had their they had their they had their system going. There's that word again, but uh, I don't know. Kind of kind of unfortunate, but he did he did win a Champions League for Inter and uh, graced the pitches in City for a while. So definitely, yeah, a long time, right? Long time. Uh, I will just yeah, played ten years at Inter. Uh, quite the legend, uh, defensive midfielder. I gotta say, uh, I'd be very happy to have him marauding my midfield. That uh, that's for sure. I gotta say though, what I don't what I don't like is when you have as much money as you do as a footballer. There's really no excuse to go bald. Like like you you could pull a Jordan security. I don't know if you saw what he did. Here's the thing. He he, 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 he grew a hairline. He grew a hairline. He probably went off to Turkey or something. Yeah. Like during I a break. Noglu did that recently too, a couple weeks ago. Like, what's wrong with that? Just do no, that. No, Sam. This is the thing. I thought. This. This, this by the way, this has turned into me trivializing baldness. There's only excuse to go bald if you have money. I'm sorry. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Take well, care of yourself. No. See, look, listen. Um, the thing is, I my in my opinion. There is a line that you pass where people have seen you. I, I feel so bad like that we're trivializing this right now. But uh, there, I feel like, in my opinion, there's a point where you've been seen with this amount of hair. And if you were to create more of it now, like people just look at you as that guy like, oh, like he he like completely just rebuilt his hair. Whereas if you did it subtly and like you just said, if you have a shit ton of money and obviously hair, trans are, hair transplants are expensive. Uh, you know, if you were to do it subtly, like a Hakan Chanogu last week. I'll go with I'll go with Wesley Schneider. Again, a guy okay. who I think has been able to grow hair all this time, but he always chose to shave his head, and I don't remember him ever having had it. Uh, to be fair, I he he might have gotten lazy a couple of times and grown it out, but I'll just go with Wesley Schneider because for me, he's a bald guy. He's reti- he's been retired for a couple of years. He's continued to shave his head. If you if you've been rocking the same hairstyle for ten years, and that style is to have a shaved head, eh, you're considered bald. Um, world-class player, almost, almost made it into, uh, I think he might've made it into Ballon d'Or, um, to Ballon d'Or territory one season. It might've been in 2010, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Unfortunately, I, he, he, like his, his level of play dropped off at a relatively young age. I would say for someone of his, like, I guess like his play style, like very technical, right? Like he, I mean, unless unless I'm remembering wrong, I don't ever remember Wesley Schneider being uh, as good of a player as he was due to like. Physical- By thirty, he had fallen off. That's the 30, weird thing know? about him. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. It's kind of strange. That, like you know, stories like that are always strange. Given, especially like you just said, he was in Ballon d'Or contention. Obviously, he was never going to win it. But um, yeah, great pick. Um. So 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 that's that's another midfielder I have. I I'm. Is he my third? Is he my third player? Yeah. So so yeah, I got so another. Me, no. Okay, good. So I got another midfielder and a defender. Uh, your fourth pick, Nick. You're going in defense here. Or are you going to goalkeep? You've got two midfielders oh, and a forward. 
I don't have two midfielders. Oh, no, one... sorry. Excuse me, excuse me. You, you already picked I'm going to so... go. I'm playing Zidane as an attacker. I'm going to go with... Um, you know what? I'm going to do it, even though... Because I'm starting to run out of options here. Uh, I'm going to go with this guy uh, as... Again, I guess he'll go. Maybe he's a little bit of a, uh, an attacking midfielder, but we'll go in the midfield. His career actually has, uh, as he's gotten older, he's 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 started less and uh, less and less down the pitch. No, further and further down the pitch towards his own goal. Serie mm-hmm. uh, A fucking mainstay. I want to say since 2012. I just confirmed. I'm gonna go with Borja Valero, the the mummy, the, the ghost. <laughs> Like he's gotten cool. He's got he's gotten skinnier as years. He's got he's gotten very sickly looking actually as years have gone on. He has I feel so it. bad for this guy because every time I think we might have brought him up three times on the pod this year since he signed for Fiorentina, and every time we always talk about how sickly he looks. <laughs> he he looks he looks like a he looks like a featherweight boxer. But look, man, he had to cut weight. That had to cut weight all night. He. Or like gaunt, he's he, gaunt he, and bald. He's played twelve games. He's 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 had twelve appearances for Fiorentina. I mean, I I'm not going into the details here to see how many have been like off the jump, like when he's like starting. But he's 36 years old. Uh, he played over 150 games for Fiorentina. His his short, brief career with with Inter. I mean, he 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 almost graced 100 matches. He played 82. But I don't know. I mean, I think I feel like he featured in a. I guess decent spots in games that were important for Inter. Where I, like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like he he played parts in in some of those games, whether they were for better or for worse. And he's consistent. This was, of course, in an era that they that they won absolutely nothing in. Cont- I know, I know. But like he featured somewhat prominently for them uh, as he got his career moved back to like a regista role when he used to play as like a number ten. Okay. But uh, yeah, well, fair, fair. Nine nine years Serie A player still going, still kicking. Uh, I'm gonna go with Borja. Nine years ago, man. one one app, one career appearance for the Spanish national team in 2011. So, so he joined. He, he came to City A, became a, became a hero in City A, but his his international career just fell off a cliff. Uh, exactly, that's, that's tough. I'll go with I'll go with another guy whose international career was kind of like just random as fuck, um, in that it barely existed, <laughs> but um. It stands out for one really weird reason, and that was he was one of the overage players picked at the uh, at the Olympic at the Olympics in two thousand and eight. The Beijing Olympics in two thousand and eight, Italy fielded uh, fielded fielded a team. And if you don't know how Olympic soccer works, how Olympic football works is basically it's a U twenty three tournament, but you have three overage players. So typically, I don't know, like four years ago, Brazil brought Neymar to the tournament, even though he was overage. For example, it's what you do. You'll bring your best and your brightest. Well, uh, Italy brought Tommaso Rocchi um, from uh, from uh, from Lazio. Um, I'll play him in the midfield. I think he was more of a winger, but yeah, bald, bald, uh, just bald as a boulder, and looks like one of those guys that probably never had hair in his life. And the reason for that is, um, well. I think the stockiness. Um, he looks like he, he looks like he has a fat body type, and the goatee that he sported for most of his career just kind of sell it for me. He also played for Inter. Um, I think when he was like maybe 35, 36 years old, Inter had a lot of really bad bald players, man. Now that now that I'm thinking about it, a, a lot. They they, they 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 had a couple. They certainly had a they certainly had a handful. They they were stockpiling them at one point. I know Wesley Snyder was world class at one point, but as he started to fall off a cliff before he went to Galatasaray and Esteban Cambiaso passed his best and. Yeah, Rocky, Rocky with um, who the hell else did you pick? Uh, Borja Valero. 
That's 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 an art. That's a bold army right there of really underwhelming of really underwhelming talent. Uh, yeah, Tomas Rocky for me just stands out as, as as another guy that belongs on the terrace. Um, another guy that looks like he looks like he belonged at Lazio actually. Um, so so we've actually trivialized baldness and we've trivialized. I'm oh, done. I'm fans. done trivializing baldness. I'm I'm leaving this to you now. I'm okay. off that wagon. You remember Tomas Rocky? Never was on him. I, I just did a quick search of him when you mentioned him. To be honest, I don't. Uh, I don't. I I I don't recognize him. How at all. many international caps does he have? And how many games did he play for Inter? Um, he played thirteen uh, career appearances for Inter. He scored three goals. Wow, that's a decent return. For three, three, uh, three appearances for the Italian national team. What year did he play? What year did he join? What year did he join Inter? Like thirteen. He joined Inter in twenty thirteen. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Inter. A lot of Inter fans are probably listening. He to this he he didn't make it past the. Uh, he didn't make it past the uh, the Wikipedia test where your stint with a team more than a year hyphenated uh, the hyphenated mark. He was only there in 2013. You hate to see that. You absolutely hate to see, hate to see that. You hate to see it. It's not as bad. It's not as bad as if you have multiple stints at clubs. He was considered a striker. By the, a he was considered a striker, by the way. So I'm calling. Oh, really? On this on this pick. I mean, says the guy who's playing you. Zidane as a as a striker. Worse for you. I he's playing like a center forward, uh, number ten role. At least I'm not. At least I'm not putting him fully out of place. Anyway, that's your problem. What do you uh, have in goal? I'm going to. So the 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 bats part of me wanted to go with Tommaso Berni. Uh, and 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 you know what? It would be funny because that would mean that like more than half of the players in this list right? are Inter. But I'm actually gonna go to the other side of Milan, and I'm, I'm gonna go for uh, an actual bald goalkeeper who was a baller, and I'm gonna go with Christian Abbiati. I'm gonna go. Speaking of fascists, you know what? I think Christian Abbiati is the guy. You know what? I I just pinpointed it. Christian Abbiati being bald and looking like a mean motherfucker with the goatee and shit and the tattoos. He's the reason why I associate baldness with fascism now. He's the reason why. I love, I love that it's we got to the, we got to the core of your of your. Uh... Of your thoughts. No, but it all makes sense. That's why. That's why. That's why I associate Tommaso Rocchi with fascism. Yeah, he played for Lazio. Okay, I get it. But, but no, it's low hanging oh, fruit. Yeah, Abiati, man. Abiati played freaking 18 seasons with Milan from 1998 to 2016. And in those banter years, man, in the in those peak banter years, Abiati, like, Abiati was the goalkeeper who had to witness all that shit in front of him. He had, to, he had the best seat in the house for every game to watch that shit unfold. And I have to say, he, I, I believe he actually made the national team. Was it like in 2000? And did he make the Euro squad or he almost made the Euro squad? Maybe? He actually recused himself from selection if he, when he realized that he was never going to get the starting role. And I think he said, as long as I'm not starting, I don't want to be a part of the setup. Right. He's I one mean, of those motherfuckers. He's one of those motherfuckers. Like, dude, you're behind Gianluigi Buffon and, you, and you've played allegiance to the fascist party. Um, uh, like, like you, you, you couldn't have made this any easier. But like he was, he, to, to he, keep, he him, his, to keep you out of the picture. Yeah. Yeah. He had his games from Milan. He, he was on Milan long enough to uh, a point where he went from having hair to going bald on Milan. That's how long he was on Milan. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have Mussolini, to it- Mussolini was bald, wasn't he? Maybe that's another reason why I associate fascism with baldness. Not sure. Abiati, though, also one of the only I mean, when I think of goalkeeper wearing shorts and t-shirt, right? Mm. Which you don't see too often anymore. He I was doing it when everyone Abbiati. 
he was doing it when goalkeepers had the long, baggy, fluffy yeah. shirt. Like, like he, that he one looked like another player out there. He you know that like one? Another... Ep- yeah, you know that one episode of Seinfeld where Seinfeld goes on? The, is it the Tonight Show? And he's got I the fl- he's got the fluffy blouse. He's got the fluffy blouse shirt, like the, like the the shirt that looks like it's from like 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 middle like Renaissance era or Renaissance era France or France. In, I guess I guess Napoleonic era France. Yeah, like like goalkeepers were rocking shirts like that. And Abiati was, and and he was he was rocking skin tight T-shirts too. Well, I'm I'm talking about towards the tail end of his career. I mean, I don't necessarily know what he was wearing in '98. I don't know if he was wearing skin probably baggy, shirts Pro- shirts probably loose fit shit. But um, uh, yeah, was, just uh, he just was the quick. last keeper before Donnarumma, wasn't he? He was basically there up until Donnarumma no, took uh, over. Die- no, Diego Lopez was for the like last for like ever. for like half a year. Yeah, still he wasn't the last goalkeeper. Um, but uh, yeah, also just quick fact that I, I completely didn't know slash remember. I think no, uh, you got loaned out to Atleti Madrid in like 2007, 2008. I found that pretty funny. I remember that actually. Yeah, I'm just as a Wikipedia as a Wikipedia hound. I found that really random too. Yeah, because because he because he had been he had played for you guys for 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 quite some time. He got he got out. He got usurped by uh, Dida and. Kind of came back. That's very odd. It's very unusual that that you see that you know a goalkeeper kind of establishes himself, loses his starting role, and gets it back. Uh, yeah. Okay. So he's definitely he's definitely played an for iconic. Juve too played for Juve too in the mid two thousands. That's right. That's right. He did. Man, I guess man was man was tired of uh, man was tired of being Buffon's backup, and he didn't want to be his backup for La, for La Nazionale either. Uh, okay. My final uh, my final starter is going to be a defender here. I'm torn between. Luca Caldirola, because he's been bald since he was like freaking 22 years old and he was captaining the Italian national team, bald as a, bald as a, bald as a boulder. Um, I don't know if that's actually an expression, but I just made it up and it sounds, it sounds good. Uh, and Giorgio Chiellini. I'm going to have to go with Chiellini though, because he's, I mean, he, it's Giorgio Chiellini. Yeah. It's freaking yeah. iconic. But also the fact that he's been holding on to his hair for so long. And I swear for a while, for a while, I wasn't convinced. I, he had me fooled because he would shave it tight enough that I thought he just, he, he had a hairline. He had a hairline and he just liked to shave it. But then sometimes it would grow in a little bit and it would look like it was kind of receding or fading in the back. And I don't know. I, I think I think the jig's up now. It's, it's become very obvious that he is bald. But I think I only realized that he was actually proper bald four years ago, maybe. I swear to God. Before that, I wasn't even convinced. I thought he might have been able to grow out a, ha- grow out a head of hair if he wanted to. So, uh, so yeah, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with King Kong Chiellini. Nick, um, that was fun. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Not not too much not not too much contention over who's actually bald and who's not. So uh, I'm glad we I'm glad we see eye to eye. This all was sparked on when we when we debated whether or not Big Rom should be considered bald when he just kind of decided to start shaving his head out of nowhere during uh during uh during lockdown last year. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, we we have to we have to find a way to get these out and have people vote on the teams because uh, I I think uh, I think the nail in the coffin for you is playing. Uh, Playing Rocky in the the midfield. Um, I, I think no. I I think the fact that you think Zidane can get away in, in a center forward role is going to get you. More I definitely flat. think so. In a five on a five side pitch, of course. Okay, but but, but if we're talking five five side is an eight total football anyway, so it doesn't really. Aim. Okay, listen, let's let let's post it and uh, we'll uh, we'll see uh, we'll see who uh, we'll see who comes out on top. Let's actually do that. It's a good idea, and, and I think we should do that in the future. Um, so boom, it's duly noted. Listeners, get at us on all platforms at Cultural Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter, TikTok. Uh, you could like our Facebook page. It is the Cultural Podcast. Subscribe to us on all platforms: Spotify, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, 
iHeartRadio, all major platforms. We are on all of them, man. Subscribe to us wherever okay. you do. Uh, wherever, you, wherever you do. Okay. Be notified anytime we do drop any content. Thanks for tuning in to this 113th episode, gentlemen. It was good to have you back, man. Glad to be and, back. Uh, Glad to be back. Welcome back, buddy. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, listeners, thanks again. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, great to have Nick back. And uh, until next week, we'll catch you soon. Ciao. Ciao. Con la mia gang la tua sta guardando Non foti crips e verso blu lo sai che sto drippando Sto con i miei slime mangiamo ancora dallo stesso piatto Legato alla strada anche se in tasca un commento Buttami nei fianchi, sentisci attra con me Ed ora il posto dei cariati Non far così nel club che nel club c'ho la gang Sentisci attra con me mi risolvono ogni vicenda Uno che me lo buttami nei fianchi Sentisci attra con me ed ora il Sto dei cariati, non far così nel club, che nel club c'ho la gang Non muove cash per terra, se entriamo dentro al club fra. Sto con i miei lì, tra tuo bitch fa spin, noi parliamo le lingue I frambi locali con due host che sono bilingue Sono italiano, spaghetti mafia, mandolino Arrivo in Inghilterra, Elisabetta non mi inchino Vesto nero come un ladro faccio home invasion I suoi occhi sono marroni come questo Draco La mia gente in piazza non ha un conto mula nelle calze Più gli fai favore